0: Hey guys, welcome back to Modify Lifestyle. I am your host Andrew and it's your boy Range. And in the past week, I'm sure we've all seen our fair share of H2OY content mm-hmm. from north and south of the border. So Ocean City, yep. the OG h 2 OI. Obviously, because of the whole pandemic, border being closed, a lot of our Canadians weren't able to make it there, but the American culture really showed out this year
1: yeah for sure even though there was a pandemic going on probably wasn't the smartest choice to even have this event but so, hey still still thousands of cars showed up on the strip uh really teared it up and yeah
0: it, it looked like like a covid fest over there it's
1: like yeah. really cringy to watch the
0: videos and all that kind of stuff with people yeah. the amount of people that were there one thing I've heard from like a lot of the stories and videos I've seen online in the past week mm-hmm. is that the Ocean City Police Department, they actually implemented a lot of, like, weird and really strange laws and regulations just yeah. for this weekend.
1: Yeah. They've realized that they can literally go out and ticket everyone because most people are out of state anyways, right? Yeah. So, essentially, that's what they did. They, they increased the fines they increased everything um they literally went over sh- petty stuff like tents
0: yeah i've seen a lot of people who actually um they drove to ocean city and then they ended up trailing the car into like the actual city like the main strip mm-hmm. just so like they wouldn't get pulled over because i think cops had checkpoints set up yeah at the entrance right yeah yeah
1: it's kind of shitty because uh, that's kind of what the car scene has turned into a yeah. lot of people, it's kind of like, if you want to get fucked up and, like, have a good time, Ocean City, but then again, you're also paying a shit ton of money in, like, just tickets. Yeah, yeah, basically. Especially if you trailer your car even there, you still can't take your car anywhere, even on the Strip, right? So it kind of ruins everything anyways.
0: Yeah, obviously, like, over the past couple of years, I think Ocean City Police Department, they've been really strict on this event in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, because of, you know, the amount of people that it brings. Obviously, it brings a huge amount of tourists. Like, I don't think they realize how much of a an impact h2o i has on like the general economy over there yeah right because think about it there's like thousands of people who go there on like a regular year like this year obviously the board is closed so there's not a lot of people there and Mm -hmm. especially with the pandemic but like on a regular year i'm sure they make a lot of money the h2o is definitely boosting their economy yeah as so as any event because h2o it's kind of like um ocean city it's kind of like a a vacation city right so a lot of people go there for vacations party um, party all that kind of stuff which h2y is it's basically Mm -hmm. like a huge party the entire weekend but i think because people are so reckless there now people are doing burnouts in the streets you know they're doing donuts and stuff all that kind Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff just for like the videos you know the instagram views right the cloud exactly
1: I, i remember last year seeing a post online about people taking shit on other people's lawns. So they literally, uh, when someone's garden or something like that at Ocean City, and they literally start shitting in someone's garden, <laughs> and <laughs> <What> <laughs> essentially the? the owner came out, and they're like, what the fuck? Right? It's, oh, it's wow. like kind of funny at the same time, but it's, it kind of goes to show that it's gone too far.
0: Yeah, I think a lot. Well, like you said, like a lot of people are out of state, right? Right. So they typically don't care about, you know, the damage they're causing right. to the community and to like people's property.
1: And also, uh, a lot of a lot of them are kids. Let's be honest. Yeah, a lot they're, of the young th- people. This culture is born from kids, right? Yeah. So uh, essentially, they're going there. They they don't really care what they're doing. They're just there to party, third right? Third party, yeah, yeah.
0: basically. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of, like, Instagram stories and videos. People are saying that, you know, this year, like, the police were out in, like, full force. Like, they mm-hmm. were, like you said before, they were getting tickets for everything. Like, from yeah. tint to, to, like, stretch tires, exhaust, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you Even if your car wasn't even modified. Like, I've seen people get tickets for, like, the, the license plate covers. <laughs> it's crazy. It was crazy. And I remember y- your brother, he told me that... Um, someone got a DUI on a, a skateboard, skateboard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's insane uh, yeah it's actually ridiculous that they, they would give something like that out
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe
1: that when I heard it <laughs> aside from all the
0: heat that HUI has it still brings out a lot of like really nice cars every year and this yeah. year was not a disappointment
1: yeah for sure a lot uh, again thousands and thousands of different cars actually went out there again this year even though the pandemic was in place. Ghost show people are kind of s- sick of staying inside. So it may kind of makes sense. But at the same time, this was like a Ocean City was literally a fucking party. And I'm hoping that everyone that, you know, left Ocean City actually like isolated and made sure that they didn't catch COVID from that shit.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially with the amount of people that are there and people coming from like probably all around the U.S., mm-hmm. right? It's probably not the best location or probably no. not the best place to be spending the weekend at. Yeah.
1: I think we were talking like end of end of last week about H2OI. The biggest thing about H2OI that was like the funniest thing for me was the fact that there were more cars in the impound lot than there were in the actual street. And literally it was a car meet in the impound lot.
0: Yeah, that, yeah that, that's my favorite thing that yeah, I've seen. Yeah. The The impound lot was the biggest meet at h 2 y Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. That shows you that, like, how strict, like, police enforcement is there. Right.
1: I'm pretty sure all those lots were full, man.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested, like, obviously, when you get your car impounded, you know, you have to wait, I think, a couple of days or something like that, mm-hmm. right? I wonder how, like, the whole situation works there. Because, obviously, they're a lot more strict with the laws and everything yeah. just that particular weekend. I have a feeling that, like, police would probably impound cars for longer just because of h 2
1: yeah they wouldn't want people going back on the street yeah exactly
0: yeah. which kind of sucks if you're you take your car all the way there just to get impounded for like however long i feel like it will be like a week or something yeah
1: but then everyone that got impounded would have a meet afterwards <laughs> yeah that's true
0: <laughs> but yeah nonetheless like there were still like really nice cars there like i feel like there's two sides of like h 2 there's like the really hoon inside you know people who do like burnouts and like Donuts, all that stuff for clout. And it is really, like, the car show kind of scene, you know, where you get all, like, the really nice builds that are, like, just chilling in a parking lot, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And from what I've seen online, I've seen a lot of, like, new builds emerge at H2OI. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, there's this one M4 that was there, and this car is crazy. Like, I'll link all, like, the cars we talked about in the show notes so you guys can check it out. Mm -hmm. But this thing, it's, like, a complete build, like, just for H2OI. By looking at the instagram users so like i said it's an m4 and it's a full wide body kit it's on air it has nice three-piece wheels you know it has um custom headlights which is actually it actually looks really sick on this car and it's like painted in the, like this nice light metallic blue i've never seen anything like this and i feel like this car is like the perfect like show car it just looks so good and i've never seen someone put this amount of work into like these newer bmws
1: yeah it's most definitely a really iconic build Not a lot of people have touched these cars yet, so it kind of goes to show that, you know, someone's really getting their hands dirty because this is obviously a learning experience for this person, right? Another car that I really like that I've seen is this
0: bag GTR. Now, the GTR, it's fairly popular in, like, the aftermarket scene. A lot of people do, like, performance builds on them. You know, people push, like, over a 1,000 horsepower easily on this platform, right? So it's definitely, like, a performance level car but what you don't see are stance builds you know like there's a couple in Toronto a lot of people just do wide body I don't know why to be honest (laughs) I think like the Liberty walk kit and like the rocket bunny kits really popular in this car but this car that I've seen um, it's like the newer gen GTRs and it's just stock body on air and on some nice three-piece wheels and honestly it's just like a very clean build it just looks really nice it's all black um, and the wheels are like kind of like a metallic silver finish so they kind of stand out really nicely against the paint. The wheels really aren't my style. They're they're VSXX, which I think are very overdone. I kind of call these like the basic bitch wheels because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people just slap this on any car out there.
1: <laughs> I mean, it looks good on every car. It's
0: debatable. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really a fan of them because just because I've seen them on like just about every car at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this car, it looks really nice. I really like the clean build that this guy's done, and you know, something you don't see often like a bag GTR.
1: I think one car that I have to kind of shout out is this bagged FD. Really, really clean. It's red, one of my favorite colors in these cars that they ever produced. And I think it's just a clean build in general. Like, obviously, uh, a lot of the owners end up going performance on these cars. I've personally never seen a stance stout one or a bagged one. I think it's really cool that this owner is taking on, you know, modding it for the stance culture and it looks super clean. I think the biggest uh, uh, thing that kind of attracts me uh, to this build is the, the wheels. It's Workmeister's uh, really, really iconic wheels and very good fitment in general. It's obviously this this person went for more of a tucked look over fender to lip. And also for extra clout, this is a right-hand drive too. So uh, I think a lot of people have realized that it's just cheaper to import a right-hand drive over it if trying to find a clean left-hand drive because let's be honest Japanese cars are much cleaner
0: another car that I've seen that I wouldn't say I like but it's very extra in a way I think I I think I showed you this car so it's a Honda Accord and he's running probably like negative 30 camber
1: that's so extra
0: it's it's so extra. (laughs) I don't know how he was even able to drive this car in Ocean City
1: yeah uh, most likely trailer didn't but regardless yeah it's kind of (laughs) ridiculous
0: yeah like looking at the pictures like it looks like he's driving on his inner barrels yeah it doesn't even look like his tires make contact with the road it's it's crazy i don't know i don't know why people think Mm -hmm. this is like it looks good or it's like functional or something it just looks absolutely ridiculous it looks like a hovercraft you know that meme where it's like uh stance cars you know they have a little bit of camber and then as time goes on the camber increases and then the wheels are basically like parallel with the road (laughs) yeah it's a hovercraft yeah it's a hovercraft that's what this reminds me of yeah it just looks ridiculous but I feel like you know this is this just gets you clout yeah at yeah, that point that's
1: exactly what it is <laughs> I I feel people are just building the car for clout nowadays and essentially that's what that is yeah right you want to be the lowest and you want to be ridiculous with the camber that's what you do
0: look looking at the owner's Instagram account of this accord it looks like it actually looks like a pretty clean build mm-hmm. when there's not like negative 30 degrees camber on it yeah it looks nice. Like, he has, like, nice three-piece wheels, you know. It's bagged. Or it could be static. I'm not really sure. But, like, when it looks normal, the car actually looks nice. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this guy, he he literally did this just for Cloud or just for H2Y, whatever. Probably um, just did it for H2Y, let's be honest. Yeah, honestly. Like, I don't know
1: how far he got before the Ocean City Police Department caught him. I think one of the most iconic parts about H2Y is the Banana March. And I, I think it's been happening every single year. I don't know when it started, to be honest, but it's been happening a lot, and uh, it's essentially just a hu- hundreds of people dressed in bananas walking down the street.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, <laughs> it's it's like an iconic part of H2Y mm-hmm. at this point. You know, a lot of people a lot of people participate in it. Yeah. Actually, this year, I think someone actually got a golf cart, <laughs> like a yellow golf cart, and they were driving around in that, which is is pretty cool to be honest. <laughs> um, but I've also seen pictures of a, a banana get arrested. Oh Dude. no Yeah Banana down
1: <laughs> He got peeled
0: But yeah moving on Obviously H2Y In Ocean City Is like The OG H2Y You know that can't be replicated We talked about that multiple times In the podcast mm-hmm. But still people find the need to Host An event similar With the same name That's what doesn't get me I don't get why they called it H2Y Canada Even though they're not Directly Related Or like They're they're not like directly related To like the same host
1: Or whatever like that Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my theory about it um h2i is a name already built right and the event the actual event that happens even moved away from h2o but h2o is kind of like a methodology now right it's it's like you want a, a culture full of like people just not carrying partying all the time and it's about just car people right that's kind of what it is. And I think that's the thought process because a lot of people couldn't go from Canada to the U.S. That they found the need to create their own, the Canadian version. First of all, it wasn't as lit. Yeah, obviously. Right? Like, it looked pretty dead. I I wouldn't and, say it looked dead. It, it didn't look like, dead. It just it, it didn't look as lit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, like, because, you know, the American car culture is, like, so much better than ours, right? Right, it's bigger. It's a lot bigger. And... A lot of like the true car enthusiasts that I've seen on Instagram and a lot of like people I know, they didn't go to this event because they know h 2 y this specific event in Wasega Beach, mm-hmm. they knew that it was going to be not really a flop, but it's not like the same, you know? So a lot of real car enthusiasts to have really nice cars didn't go to that, you know, OPP were onto them. They knew that from weeks ago, right? Yeah. And that's kind of why people stayed away from it.
1: And like Canada's policies on because of COVID are much harsher than the states. Yeah. yeah. Right. The reason why states got away with it is because they have, I hate to say this, more freedoms.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot less restrictions.
1: Yeah. Um, we have a lot more restrictions in Ontario, especially uh, because the case numbers just keep going up. And essentially, because of that event, OPP was on it. Right. Uh, they've. I, I'm pretty sure they looked at what happens in the states every single year, and they've kind of learned that. Yeah, we probably shouldn't let this go. <laughs> That's yeah. why there's so much such a high police presence. Right? Yeah,
0: and I feel like like from what I've seen, mm-hmm. when for, from what I've seen and what I've heard is that a lot of the people there weren't actually from Ontario. There were people from like Montreal and Quebec mm-hmm. that drove all the way here just for that event. Yeah, right. And a lot of people there also weren't like true car enthusiasts. Like you see, like there's a lot of like over the past couple of weeks, like OPP has really opened up about these kind of events and the relationship to car enthusiasts Mm -hmm. which there is none there's really no like relationship between events like that and car enthusiasts because you know that's not what real car enthusiasts do
1: no definitely not a lot of uh, see that's the thing real car enthusiasts would go to a track over try to send it on the street right and we've we've kind of distinguished that from before right yeah Uh, a lot of the people that support the car scene and want to see it grow don't really do drifting on the street and close down an intersection yeah exactly Um, and
0: behavior like that is what we've seen at h 2 Y in the past mm -hmm. week at wasega beach i should say yeah just because of i think it's just because of like the crowd yeah you know a lot of people they, they see the crowd and they want to impress people right so that's why they do this kind of stuff
1: yeah and here's the thing a lot of people even that were part of like enthusiasts right that actually had like very nice cars they actually went to this event and they were chilling Right? Yeah, yeah, they weren't right. participating in those exactly kind of like, activities. but that's the thing, right? One bad apple kind of ruins it for all. Yeah, exactly. Right, and essentially that's what happened to this event because it got shut down, right? Yeah, I think, they, I think they were overwhelmed in that area, so they literally had to shut it down because so many people were uh, like clowning around, drifting. I think I saw a video of people throwing shit at cop cars.
0: Yeah, yeah, people were really reckless there, like they yep. were kicking cop cars and like mm-hmm. disrespecting the police and all that, and yeah. I think. The Saturday night, they just closed down the entrance to Wasega Beach to residents only. So they were literally turning away people who didn't live in
1: Wasega Beach. Which is disappointing because I, I bet a lot of people had uh, plans made for that weekend. Yeah. And it just got ruined because of people doing stupid shit.
0: Yeah. I'm not surprised though. Like, w- we've seen what's been happening and, like, the a lot of the media or a lot of, like, the police presence that's been happening there. And, like, obviously OPP knew about this. Um, I think they even called in reinforcements from, like... York Region and Peel Region, mm-hmm. so they had a helicopter there. So, I mean, people think they're gonna get away with this, but like, if there's that many police cars there, you know, all these police cars have dash cams. You know, they could catch license plate. they're police helicopters, they were able to track some of these cars and give them tickets and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't get away with this stuff. I don't know why people think they can, mm-hmm. um, especially when they're like kicking cop cars and all that. Like, there's literally video evidence yep. of it. of you doing it and yeah. you're a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it's kind of disappointing to say the least. It's, it's, they, they've they ruined it for all of us, right? Like if, any, if anyone wants to ever host a, like a car show in Osage Beach ever, they yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a hard no. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, the mayor won't even support it because obviously to get a permit, you need to get approvals. Yeah. And it, one look and they'll say, nope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But honestly, looking at a lot
0: of like the coverage that I've seen, there were some nice cars there. I wouldn't say a lot. I feel like a lot of them were just kind of, like, just stock cars or, like, barely modified cars. Yeah. You know, obviously, like a lot, like I said before, a lot of, like, the real car enthusiasts stayed away from this event. You know, you've seen the memes. Like, people are literally going to this event knowing that there's going to be heavy police presence. Mm-hmm. They get tickets or they get impounded or whatever, and then they'd be like, oh, f- fuck 12. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. People people just don't, like, use common sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Common sense isn't common anymore, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's just that crowd, right? That that crowd that, you know, wants clout. They they really don't care about the rules in place, especially because of pandemic. And yeah, it, it, it's honestly just discouraging all of us to even continue building our cars. I mean, we kind of got support from like uh, Doug Ford and like all the police officials. That, you know, these aren't real enthusiasts. These were just, like, you know, yahoos. So, it's assuring. I mean, I guess they know the difference between real enthusiasts and, like, uh, these cloud chasers now. But we're still getting our plates pulled. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, any exactly. Modified cars are still going to get harassed yeah, because of that.
0: Like, we still have targets on our back just because of this event. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people, like, post statements online um, that, you know... These people who are doing, like, all the damage and who are doing, like, all the hooning and stuff. These mm-hmm. are guys from, like, Montreal and all, that, call it, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, you're the one who went there to support the event. You're the one who's, like, cheering these people on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not really helping in any way.
1: Definitely not. Yeah. After our last podcast about H2Y, we kind of state our opinion that, like, it was going to be a shit show. That's, that yeah. was, like, our final conclusion, right? Yeah. yeah. Were we wrong? I mean, not... We weren't far off.
0: Yeah, not, not really.
1: Right. And we did get a couple, I would say like one or two messages saying that, oh, you guys are going to be wrong, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we weren't, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it, it was a shit show. <laughs> it was exactly what we explained it at, to be. Right. Yeah. So for anyone that went to that, uh, the H2Y, I mean, if you feel otherwise, message us. Let's be honest, we were right.
0: Yeah, and, like, you can see it from, from like, the media coverage and, yeah. like, a lot of, the, yeah. like, the police presence and all that. Like, you know what you're walking into. That's what I don't get. Like, people knew that there was going to be a lot of heat there, but they still went and mm-hmm. they still complained about the police presence. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, yeah, yeah, honestly. I think one of the best statements I've seen online is that comparing it to Ocean City, mm-hmm. Ocean City, like, people literally travel out of state for that. People travel from... All over the States, Canada, even like from Europe and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So th- there's literally no locals. Well, there's probably very little local car enthusiasts mm-hmm. that go to this event. And, you know, that's why people could kind of get away with what they're doing there mm-hmm. is because they don't live there. They don't live anywhere near there, right? right. But the thing with Sega Beach is that it's, it's like an hour outside of Toronto, an hour and a half, right? And it's in Ontario. And, and like the Ontario car culture is all one yeah you know it's not like different groups like up in Barrie or up in you know hamilton gta it's it's, a it's one literally big one car car community yeah it's one big car community is in ontario right and by having this event in Wasega beach that's why you're categorizing the whole of ontario yeah. as one yeah and that's why like it's damaging to the car community in toronto specifically because
1: it made sense for all the quebec guys that came yeah exactly i, th- I think that's what it is right yeah they're not gonna get harassed we are yeah exactly And I I think uh, uh, adding to your part where like a lot of the people don't understand that this, this is all one community, right? If, if Peel region, if something happens in York region, Peel region also knows about it, right? It's not that they're disconnected that much, right? Right. They'll use the same type of enforcement to make sure that uh, uh, people aren't doing the same shit in York region. I think I saw an interesting quote online. Don't shit in your own lawn. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah
0: like the, scenario that was going on
1: yeah and yeah i i just feel like people need to really brighten up and they really need to get their shit together like these events i don't i I mean they're obviously going to keep popping up because they're easier to host but a lot less quality bills are going to start going to it
0: yeah one thing i'm worried about like i feel like this event it really ruin the opinions mm-hmm. of locals at of Wasega Beach about car enthusiasts. Yeah. They think right. that we're just crazy. Hoodlinks. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know in the summer, like, a lot of people do cruises to Wasega Beach, right? Because yeah. Yeah. the drive is really nice. You know, you could chill by the beach. It's beautiful. It's really nice there, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like after this event, you know, car enthusiasts, they're going to be harassed. They're going to be looked upon for just being at Wasega Beach. Yeah. But aside from all that, we got, like, probably the best news that I've had mm-hmm. in the car community in... All year, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you guys know what we're talking about. T.O.
1: Takeovers has finally been shut down. Yeah. It, I, I I believe they ended up catching uh six of the owners. Not obviously the owners of T.O. Takeovers Yeah, in so there,
0: there was like a couple. I think there was T.O. Takeovers. There was like 416 Wolfpack or something. And then some other Mexican runs. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, there, there's yeah. three accounts. Mm-hmm. And I think they they arrested six people. And they laid like... 40 charges across that's all. crazy
1: yeah so i mean it was g- kind of a given right the police were kind of all over it. it didn't really make sense to have a takeover in ontario right but hey people are dumb enough to follow that kind of stupid trend so they did right so essentially this entire year has been just oh to takeovers did this to takeovers did that right and a lot of the real enthusiasts kind of disowned them they're like yo we're not part of this shit we're not going to go to it we don't really believe in it right because at the end of the day anything that happens in the car scene good or bad it affects us right yeah yeah right i mean uh, do you remember the uh the opp show that uh, the police hosted last year
0: oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah i think they did a couple last year yeah
1: um so it's kind of like that that's like positivity yeah, right yeah. it shows that there's a mutual respect between police and the car enthusiasts, right? yeah.
0: And I think like this year specifically, mm-hmm. we finally got our message through to like law enforcement. Exactly, right? they they finally realized that like car enthusiasts were not the ones who are doing these kind of events. Exactly, you know, like yeah. shutting down intersections, all that kind of stuff, doing donuts, no. uh, street racing, all that kind of stuff. They finally realized it, yeah. and I think that's like a huge win for like the car community. It's a huge
1: step for us, yeah. right, in the right direction, and essentially taking taking down TO takeovers it means a lot to the car community yeah exactly right? i think because of that uh this group has actually they've been saying it for a while but they want to go legal right um if you just look at their page it says page, yeah it's, i think it says um like perform or like performed
0: by professionals on like a closed course or something yo
1: these guys are not professionals uh, they're <laughs> definitely not. They're definitely right not. like you you're literally just drifting in a circle. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. not professional. Not anyone professional. can do that. I can do that in my car if yeah, I wanted exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. Right? But at the end of the day, it's it's like taking them down really achieved a lot for us yeah, as car enthusiasts. Yeah. Right? Because it kind of shows that the police are understanding that, you know, targeting just anyone. Right? Even though car shows aren't taking place right now. Oh, these guys are still on the street. Oh, no. Right? That's kind of what I think that the police, what happened to the police, right? They're like... Holy shit! It, we're, we can't be at car shows, right? Because they're closed. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, but these guys are still hooning around. They're still doing stupid shit on the streets. So, where are these guys come from? These guys can't be car enthusiasts.
0: Yeah, I think I think like the pandemic definitely played a huge part in this. Yeah. Uh, just because there's not a whole lot of like car shows, car meets going on, mm-hmm. and obviously like people who go to car shows, you know, they know what a real car enthusiast is. They know what real car enthusiasts look like. Yeah. You know, people don't like we don't do that kind of stuff in the streets, even at like. Car meets anything like that. People do sometimes like do a little revving or do like a little slide, or whatever. But they're not doing like drift shows at like these kind of events, right? And I think because of that, and I think this year as a whole, like TO takeovers, especially with the pandemic in the earlier months, especially in like March, April, where mm-hmm. like everything was shut down, yeah, the roads are basically clear. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of like the takeovers pop up because of that, and I think police really caught on at that time, right? Right, because of the, because they knew a lot of people were on the road. You know, takeovers were happening a lot more often in a lot of different cities too, like across Peel Region, across York Region too. And York Region were able to hop on too because they have the helicopter and they shut down a lot of these events and they also caught a lot of people from the helicopter and their ground units.
1: Yeah, from my understanding though, uh, what TO takeovers, what really pissed off the cops about TO takeovers, was that they worked kind of smart, right? So what they used to do was they used to hop from region to region and they did this so that the police districts weren't like have enough time to re- really chase them around, yeah, right? Yeah. So let's say if they were having one in York region, right? Then they would quickly do the do the burnouts, right? And then they would actually have a second location already planned, already sent out to all of their followers the same night and they would host it in Peel region, And that was the one thing that really took this long to catch them. Because by the time one region would have... Kind of like closed in on them? Yeah, closed in on them. Literally, they'll be in a different region. Yeah. And they'll be doing the same thing already. Again... Good job, guys. We got them.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously, like, this was, like, a huge, like, joint effort between, like, yeah. Peel Region and I think York Region, too. Yeah. Um, that, those were, like, the hotspots for where these were happening. Yeah. And obviously, like, just by the events, you know, they can't really, like, arrest people at these events other, other than, like, the sliders themselves. Yeah. But I think, like, the main source of this are the people who are hosting them. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, the accounts, like, TO Takeovers and, like, the other accounts. Um, like, TO Takeovers, for example, they have, like, 20,000 followers. Yeah. Right? So, like, if they think they could get away with this... Like, obviously, they did for, like, a year or whatever. Yeah. But, like, they can't hide from the police forever. Like, I'm no, pretty sure they had not. followers who yeah. were given to police information. Yeah. Or even, like, undercover cops who were following them. Yeah.
1: And, obviously, it took this long because they want to make sure that they caught the right people. Yeah, exactly. Right? They want to catch the host, not the followers. Yeah, yeah. Right?
0: That, that's, like, the huge thing about yeah. this.
1: So, I think this goes goes as, a, like, a representation of what the police have really been trying to push is the safe driving Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's reason why tracks are in place. They don't want people to go and do these illegal takeovers intentionally because it, it's not safe. A lot of the people are going doing donuts. One person jumps in the middle, and you know you take one wrong turn. Bam! That person. Yeah, they're gone. You run yeah. that guy over, man. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. And I've seen videos from the states. Like it happens all the time. Exactly. But even after all of this, like obviously it's a huge win for like the real car enthusiasts out there. But like. I don't know why people are still supporting them. Like, I think they like I remember maybe last week, like before they got caught, there was an Instagram account. I think it was called like Stop TO Takeovers or something. It was, yeah. And this guy, he actually exposed the owners. Yeah. Like before they even the they even got caught. He exposed the owner who ran the TO takeovers account. Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of heat on this guy, right? Yeah. Just because he was doing that. Yeah. Um obviously he was Like anonymous, he was trying to stay as anonymous as he can. But even after like they got caught, someone made an Instagram account called Save Tio Takeovers. (laughs) (laughs) So it's stupid. Yeah, I think they're trying to sell like um, stickers now or something like that.
1: Yeah, merchandise in general. Yeah, and uh, I think they started a GoFundMe to save the owners. Yeah, and to pay for their lawyer fees, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I feel like that. Like this, this whole scheme is they're just trying to like collect money Mm -hmm. to like bail themselves out. I don't think it's gonna happen You know They have like 40 charges I think Some of them have like um, Like pretty serious charges Like other than like Hosting an event Mm -hmm. They also have like Dangerous driving charges And like um, All kinds of other stuff Honestly I don't think they're gonna get out Like that easy Mm -hmm. Obviously like The Canadian justice system Is like It's it's, too lenient Yeah it's, It's way too lenient Yeah But you know At this point I think like The OPP And you know A lot of the police departments In the GTA They really wanted to see This kind of behavior Get shut down Yeah and because of like the effort that they put into this, I feel like they're gonna give these people like harsher consequences. I
1: hope they throw the book at them. That's all I'm hoping. Yeah, definitely. Right? I,
0: I hope they don't get off easy. I don't think they will.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it, because it's part of COVID, right? They're most likely gonna catch the max fine, right? Which was I think ten thousand dollars for hosting an event. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they get they all get thrown that. But at the end of the day, like you're right, it, our laws are way too lenient and. We, we need a, a, you know, a stricter justice system that works to discourage this behavior, right? Otherwise, two takeovers, someone, just, uh, someone else is literally going to start doing them.
0: I feel like with the fan base that they've kind of built, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they continued. Yep. But I don't think it's going to last long, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I think at this time, I think two of the accounts got shut down. I think like the main teo takeovers account it's still active right now yeah um but what's actually funny too is that you know that stop teo takeovers account i think the day before they announced the arrest of them they changed their bio it it used to be like um the number one takeovers crew in toronto or whatever you know Mm -hmm. professional professionals on a closed course all that kind of stuff and then like a day before they got arrested they changed it to number one meme page in toronto
1: yeah i i feel like a lot of people are just going to be discouraged because there's going to be so much heat around TO Takeovers now that a lot of the people are just not going to go. I mean, that's a good thing, I guess. But at the same time, you know, if you're hosting an event, you really want it to be the latest possible, right? And essentially, I feel this is going to be their downfall.
0: Yeah, I feel the same too. And and I feel like, um, like the police... I feel like the police—they're really gonna like take down anyone they can if someone does start up another page to like promote similar behavior and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Instagram plays like a huge part in this, obviously. And by finding the owners of those accounts, it proves that they can do that for really anything. You know, if you're trying to host an event and you're trying to stay behind the screen, you know,
1: pretty sure the police can find you. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, the police aren't stupid, right? They have a lot of capabilities that we don't, right? It's not like. You're hidden behind the screen, right? Eventually, they're gonna end up finding you. They're gonna arrest you, and they're gonna, you know, throw the book at you. But nonetheless, it's a huge
0: win for car enthusiasts. I was so excited when I saw that news. I don't know about <laughs> you. Yeah, I was. I was like, okay, so there's something happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, Instagram was like crazy that day too. Like everybody was so. Excited oh, the about memes. That. The memes made yeah, me die. The memes, <laughs> the memes were crazy. But yeah, I think that that was like that's probably like the best news I've heard like all year about the current. But moving on, um, we're going to be talking about our car of the week now.
1: So this week's car of the week is a very unpopular, but very dope, a bagged Toyota Supra. So it's a Mark IV. I personally have not seen any Mark IV bagged Supras. I've seen static. I've seen, you know, full out 1,000 horsepower uh, Supras. But this is probably the first bagged Supra I've seen.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't think I've ever seen like a build like this. Like I've been I've actually been following this guy for a while mm-hmm. and I think this is an NA Supra. So obviously, you know, these this version of the Supra is not like super sought after, right? Um obviously because there's no tw- there's no turbo in it. Um but I think the owner he did a really good job of bagging it. You know, it kind of it kind of shows like a different stance of mm-hmm. what this car can be. Like a lot of people just go static on these obviously because it's more functional and a lot of people just you know, go for big power out of the motors, but this one obviously being NA, it doesn't have that kind of capabilities. I think by doing bags and some nice three-piece wheels, it looks like this one has some nice Werkmeisters on it. It really ties the whole car together.
1: I personally think that it's it's one it's a one of a kind build. Uh, no one really builds these cars for show. Right. Everyone kind of does them for drag. Uh, we've seen drifts, one Drift ones as well. Not as much anymore because they're kind of like a, you know, work of art. <laughs> you can yeah. say. Um, but I've never seen someone do like a full out bagged one, uh, which is cool to see because a lot of people will hate on this because it's not a thousand horsepowers. It's not, you know, built, built to drive and shit like that. I feel like it's good to be different from everyone else. And this is definitely what different is for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's why I like it so much because you don't really see this that often. Mm-hmm. Like, you you never see a bag Supra. Like, I don't think... This is probably the only one in Ontario. Mark 4. Mark 4, yeah. <laughs> and like Rachel said, like, people usually just do, like, big power builds on this. It's nice to see that someone's kind of, like, broken out of that trend mm-hmm. to do, like, a stance build on this. But other than that, it's, like, it's a really clean build. Like, the body itself is really clean. Um, It, it looks like it has, like, an aftermarket lip on it and aftermarket side skirts which really kind of ties the whole thing together. And it looks like from the front, it looks like it's sitting on the ground.
1: Yeah, it's most definitely very, very clean and a very nice build in general. So next
0: up, we're going to be talking about some of the meets that are coming up. Obviously, because of like the COVID-19 restrictions, a lot of the meets actually got shut down. Well, not shut down, they got canceled, all the um, upcoming meets. We're not going to really promote those because honestly, I don't, see a future where we do have car meets and car events like that mm-hmm. other than events at a track mm-hmm. which is what we're going to be talking about CSCS as you know they had the season finale back in September mm-hmm. um, but they're actually doing one last event this is on Saturday October 24th at Grand Bend so they're calling this the pumpkin finale uh, they have open drifting and open lapping and they also have free open drifting so this is they call it the drifter appreciation day mm-hmm. so you could actually register. For open drifting basically all day. So if you guys are interested in that, um, just go to the website, cscs.ca, and you guys can register for that. That's the only reason we're promoting it right now it's just because of that. I feel like it's super limited. Mm-hmm. So if you want to register for that, definitely check that out as soon as you can. But other than that, I feel like this this event, it looks like it's mainly just for participants. So I don't know. So I'm assuming they'll have spectators, but it looks like mostly just people who are drifting or who are part of like the crew and all that kind of stuff. This is the day for you.
1: All right, guys, so that is the end of our podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys listening every single week. If you guys have any suggestions for us, or if you would like to give us any feedback, definitely hit us up at Northside Whips on Facebook or Instagram, or definitely email us the same queries, northsidewhips@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: If you want to check out any of the stuff we talked about, we'll have everything linked in the show notes. Um including all the cars we talked about from h 2 Y and our car of the week. So definitely check that out if you're interested. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys again for listening every single week. We greatly appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And we will see you guys next week.